We can't have a show this week without talking about the Queen's birthday. The Queen's birthday honours came out this week with the names including the usual assortment of Polly's sports stars and the sons and daughters of billionaires. To those of us who are not insiders, the selection process of who gets what and why raised some fundamental questions about their relevance and fairness in the 21st century. To help shed light on what many Australians is one of life's great mysteries, we're joined in the Rights, Rants and Rorts studio by a man who prefers to be known simply as the quiet Australian. Many thanks. Many thanks, Deborah. Can you hear me? Just. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try and speak up. Well... Before we move on to the, the Queen's Honours, which incidentally, I always find tremendously exciting time of the year, the Queen's Honours, can I just clear up a little misunderstanding from last week? Oh, and what might that be? Oh, it's, it's a little bit embarrassing. When talking about our Prime Minister last week, some listeners accused me of, of sniggering, or worse, of, of laughing. Well, that's very much how it sounded. What were you doing then? Crying, Deborah. I was crying. Oh, for what? for my country and the treatment of its Prime Minister, and in fact, all great men around the world. I'm referring to the tearing down of the statues of some of the greatest men in history. Uh, we've seen plenty of that on the news around the world, mainly because some of these great men have made their money out of slavery, but I wasn't aware that a statue of Scott Morrison had been erected, let alone torn down. Oh, but there was, Deborah, there was, right here in the heart of Katoomba. Decent local folk, erected a statue of Scotty in Katoomba Street, and there it stood for many weeks. You're aware uh, the statue was a joke. <laughs> well, that's very disappointing, Deborah, but in a way typical of the times we live in. So you're saying the people who tore down Scotty's statue were actually his supporters? Well, most likely. Why? Because Why? they found it embarrassing. Now, can we get onto the Queen's birthday honours list? Yes, wasn't, wasn't that marvellous? The highest honour went to Tony Abbott. What was it for? His services to sexism, political vendettas, environmental destruction and indigenous disadvantage? There you go. Now, I think what you've got to remember with Tony is the optics, the optics. He's quite simply a marvellous specimen of Australian manhood. Just, just close your eyes now, Deborah. Close your eyes for a second and think... Here comes Tony, thundering out of a churning surf, wearing nothing but the tightest of red swimming costumes, or as a firefighting fiery, gripping a spurting hose. Ew. Or here he comes astride a racing bike, head down, bum up, pedalling like the blazes. As I said, the optics were just tremendous. The ultimate strongman. I know, I know, you ladies have seen Putin with his shirt off, but our Tony left him for dead. Uh. But thousands of other Australians go surfing, firefighting and charity bike riding. Well, so what was so special about Tony? What did he actually do politically? Well, between you and I, Deborah, Tony's not that bright. And he left most of the thinking to his very loyal chief of staff, Peter Credlin, who incidentally, you can see these days, doing tremendous work on Rupert's Sky After Dark. So this raises the question, why did Tony get this highest of honours? Who nominated him? Well, that's the beauty of the Queen's honour system, Deborah. We don't know. It's done on the quiet, anonymously. And that's how we quiet Australians like it. It's a bit like becoming a Rhodes Scholar. There'd be thousands of Australians much more intellectually gifted than Tony, but Tony won the scholarship. 
Because? Oh, because someone at St Ignatius Review made a few discreet phone calls to someone very important at Oxford University. So who runs the honours system in Australia? That would be the Council for the Order of Australia. Uh, who were they? They're entirely independent, of course. But who are they? They're one of us. Meaning? Well, you remember Margaret Thatcher? Blessed Margaret. It was Maggie, the original Iron Lady, who always used to ask if checking on a chap's character, she'd say, is he one of us? So who's actually on the Council for the Order of Australia? Well, it's chaired by a marvellous fellow, Shane Stone. Um, isn't he a former federal president of the Liberal Party? Precisely. Very sound man, Shane. Definitely one of us. Oh. Who else is on the board? Matthias Corman, the finance minister. Um, aren't there any ordinary Australians? Absolutely, absolutely. There are seven community representatives. Oh, voted for by the people? Good Lord, no, no, no. no. They're appointed by the GG on the recommendation of the PM. So who are they? Ordinary Australians like Rupert Meyer of the Meyer Emporiums and the Chief of the Defence Force, Angus Campbell, all very sound chaps, very one of us. So, as you see, Deborah, it's a wonderful system that's a credit to quiet Australia. And it just shows how far we've come as a nation that Her Majesty the Queen signs off on the whole system. And now, like a good, quiet Australian, I'll bid you farewell and tiptoe out of the studio. You're listening to 89.1 Radio Blue Mountains, your voice, your community.